Uh, all right. 100. Here we go. Box. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. Big episode 100. Joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's up, man? 101. Not 101. Damn it. I already fucked up. 100. <laughs> What's going on? What's up, man? So, for everyone listening, thanks for getting through last week. Had some technical difficulties on my end. I uh, didn't have time to re-record, so we just put it out with Joe's takes. This. I mean, the only takes that matter, honestly. <laughs> That's what I figured. That's why I was just like, it's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> you're new to the program. Quick rundown. First, we're going to talk about some of the biggest things going on in sports. Then we'll get into the quick hits with some of the tertiary topics. Uh, no walk-off this week, Joe. Do you have a walk-off? Do not have a walk-off. Yeah, we're just going to kind of bask in the glow of episode 100. And then we'll pedal our wares in the press conference. Then we'll get on out of here. But we're going to start this week off the same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right. Now, many of you might be thinking. Exactly. What are you guys going to talk about? The NBA playoffs are over. Baseball is kind of in its its dog days of summer. NHL is over. What are you guys going to talk about? We're talking NFL. We're talking football. So we are going to start previewing different divisions leading up to the preseason and eventual kickoff of the NFL season. Uh, we will talk some NBA this week, of course, MLB. Next week, we do have the home run derby and the all-star game. So we'll break down some of that stuff. But Joe, let's get started. We're starting in the tippy top. We're going to do, do the it. North <laughs> NFC, AFC North. We're going to start with the NFC North. We're going to go bottom to top. We're going to break things down, go over some big signings, or maybe we might just say this team sucks because we haven't done a lot of research on specific teams. It's first week of this. Let's yeah. We're gonna, into we'll work out the kinks, but we're going to start with the NFC North uh, bottom to top. So we're going to start with the Detroit Lions. What do you got, Joe? This team's really bad. Um, <laughs> they don't win more than five games this season. Uh, they still really don't have a good quarterback. Uh, they have a serviceable quarterback in Jared Goff. They opted. I will say, as far as roster building, team building, uh, projecting out to the future, this Dan Campbell era, I do like them just saying, no good quarterback this year. Let's just keep rolling with Goff. Goff is good enough. Goff is better than any of these rookies that we'd go out and draft anyway. So let's just wait for next year's class where we have Bryce Young and is his, Bryce, his name Bryce Young? Yeah, Bryce know. Young. Okay. Bryce Young. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke, obviously, because Miami's going to be a top 
five team this year. Um, and all those other quarterbacks that are good, supposedly coming out of this year. So, um, yeah, they kind of ran it, kind of just said, run it back. They got Jameson Williams, but I believe they don't even expect him to play until like halfway through the year because he's coming off a injury that he suffered going into the national championship and then sustained in the national championship game with Alabama. Uh, they brought in DJ Chark from your Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, don't know why you guys let him go. Uh, their biggest move was just drafting Ada Hutchinson, the yep. hometown kid, got him to fall to the second round, second pick, and uh, hopefully bolsters that defense. That uh, I mean, again, I say they only win more than five games, but they're going to be in ten of them, Brennan. They're going to be a hard nose, hard five. They're in so many games last year. That's what I was going to say. They were in a they lot were of games. Better than their record, but you you got to learn how to win <laughs> games. Also, though. Yeah, so I completely agree with you. The Aiden Hutchinson, they, just to echo your sentiment is they had the situation where it's like the coach Quinn was like, all right, listen, we've got Jared Goff. Coach Campbell. Coach Campbell. I'm sorry. What did I say? Quinn? Dan Quinn. Campbell. Yeah. Not Dan, not Dan Quinn, not Dan Quinn, uh, former Atlanta Falcons. He actually coaches their defense. Uh but Coach Campbell, look it up. He's the defensive coordinator. Uh, Coach From Campbell. Detroit? Yeah. Dan Quinn? Yeah, look it up. Brandon, you've not been paying attention a lot. <laughs> Dan Quinn is in Dallas. <laughs> Damn it, I thought I, thought I had that right. <laughs> I knew it was blue and silver. I just got the wrong team. Uh, and wrong blues. And the wrong blue. No. <laughs> All right. So Dan Campbell. Chew them at their, what does he say? Uh, we're going to bite their ankles. Bite them at the knees. Yeah, see, I'm I'm with it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he. Preseason uh, form right now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're working out the kinks just like everybody mini else. Mini camp form, actually. For mini camp. <laughs> but he very much uh, saw the landscape. Like you said, saw that there was no great quarterbacks out there. Um, Jared Goff has gone to a Super Bowl through no fault of his own. Uh, so he's serviceable. You know, he's not going to I don't think he's going to push the team to another platform, but I also don't think he's going to be the reason you lose a lot, a lot of games. He'll be the reason you lose a few games, but I don't think he's like the main reason you're going to lose all your games that they're going to lose. Uh, but yeah, so he said, you know what? We're just going to stick with drafting the best players available and we'll see where we are next year. Like you said, with some of the quarterbacks coming out. It was widely contested that this year's quarterback class uh, this past year was not. Uh, up to snuff compared to other ones. You know, last year there was four or five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Next year it's projected to be between four and six. So smart move by him. But I think Detroit, again, is not going to have a winning record, but I think they will be in a lot of games. I am going to call it right now, though. Detroit will upset Green Bay um, in one of wow. those in one of those two games that they play. I just think they're going to catch Green Bay sleeping. Um, but yeah, good upset alert. Upset alert, but Detroit, I think, like you said, I'm I'm going to put them around five or six wins next year or this coming year. Alrighty. Anything else on Detroit? Nothing else on Detroit. Do you want to go back and forth or do you want to go NFC to AFC? Um, well, let's do it and let's go back and forth. All right. So now I'm we're talking. Sounder. Okay. So if we're going to go back and forth. I'll hit the sounder at when teams start having winning records. Okay. So we're going to go to the AFC North. I'm going to uh, call an audible. Do you mind if I go with the team I think is going to be last in this division? 
Ooh, well, the last two teams, they tied for the bottom of the, the, the division. So, yeah, go ahead. Be my guest. Cleveland Browns next on the list. Wow. Brandon going, Brandon going controversial right out the gate. Yeah. So this is not what Joe had in the bottom, obviously, because um, the Baltimore Ravens is who we're supposed to talk about. But I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns because Deshaun Watson, that's going to be big news that will break later today. Um Think so? Think today's the day? It's scheduled for today, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think the deadline is today. I know he was talking to them just like last week. Yeah, so they finished the hearings last week. We're talking about Deshaun Watson. 24 counts, um, civil suits brought against him, uh, ranging all the way from inappropriate behavior to sexual assault. Uh, Settled 20 of them, still four pending. Yeah, and I... He's not going to play, whether it's six games, eight games, or the whole season, he's not going to play. Baker Mayfield, that big news broke. He was traded to uh, my Carolina Panthers, even though Sam Darnold's still going to start. True competition. Only true competition for the quarterback room happening in the NFLs in uh, Carolina. But I think the the Cleveland Browns have been this hype-trained team for the last, what, four seasons? Like two and a half. Where they have all these weapons. The defense well, I guess has actually whenever been Baker got there technically. So about three years, let's say three years. Okay. Defense has actually been pretty good. The run game has actually been stellar, but they just can't get over that hump. And Baker wasn't the person to do it. So they went out and got to Sean Watson pissed all over the goodwill of the fans. Um, basically told everyone to shove it. Uh, it's very clear. We've talked about this before, but they've made it very clear that winning is more important than anything, especially the morals. Yeah, especially ethics and morals. So, but I think this is going to backfire. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to get exactly what they deserve in signing someone like Deshaun Watson, who's has all of these allegations pending. Um, and I think I honestly I don't think they're going to win more than three games. Woo. We saw it last year. Dorsett came in in Miami because they didn't trust Tua, and Dorsett? he's yeah, Jacoby. <laughs> what? You're 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 in voluntary workout form. Jacoby Brissett. That's what I said. You said Dorset. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're talking Tony Dorset from the Cowboys. Why did I say Dorset? It's a psychological thing. I don't even mean to do it. Jacoby Brissett, excuse me, um, was brought in last Brissett. year by Miami to kind of cover Tua uh and did not play well. The, which is odd because when he was playing for the Colts and the Patriots, he was, uh, he he's was a, okay. He's not good. He no, but he was an okay. Like, Oh, someone got hurt. He can go in there for a couple of games. And then last year with, uh, Miami, it was atrocious. And now he's the backup. Obviously, like we just said, they traded Baker. I think this team's going to implode. Kevin Stefanski, obviously, is a very good coach. Their GM, I heard someone talking about, they're both Ivy League guys between Kevin Stefanski and the GM there. But, hey, uh, you know who's not Ivy League? Some of these guys who've just recently won Super Bowl. So let's stop talking about analytics and how intelligent these guys are and how they're the smartest guys in the room. And why don't you put it together? Because that's what everyone was saying when they drafted Baker. I know it was a different coach at the time, but that didn't work out. And now Baker's gone. You've got Deshaun Watson with a laundry list of allegations pending. So let's let's see what happens. I don't think they win more than five. That's where I'm going. I think Cleveland Browns will finish in the bottom of the AFC North. Um, 
Yeah, no, I I concur with most of what you said. Um, some of their offseason moves outside of the signing, trading for a habitual line stepper, <laughs> um, trading for Amari Cooper, uh, re-signing David and Joku, re-signing Jadavian Clowney. Um, those were the highlight moves. Um yeah, I can't see the team winning a whole lot of games. They didn't win a whole lot of games last year. I mean, they won eight games last year, but I think that number definitely goes down. Uh, Deshaun gets maximum, minimum 10 games. I think he ends up getting a full season. Um, MLB kind of set the precedent with giving Trevor Bauer two seasons. Um, his allegations were a little more severe, but Deshaun's allegations were a little more lengthy. Um. So yeah, and then they didn't really improve much. Like they they spent so much to go get him, they couldn't really improve much through the draft or anything like that. Um, their offensive line wasn't great last year; didn't get much better. Um, and if Brissett's the one you're trying not trotting out there for ten to seventeen games, uh. Yeah, what he showed in Miami, he he's not going to be – he's not a winning quarterback. He's a quarterback. If everything's going perfect, he can, you know, ride the ship. If Bill Belichick's at the helm, like, he can make makes it a lot yeah. easier. Uh, but, yeah, he's not about to get you – he's not about to go on game-winning drives and winning plays and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I, I see this team maxing out at five, five – eh. I want to say five to seven wins. It's five to seven wins maxing out. So, all right, but yeah, they will be, they will be the the bottom of the table. Moving on, still no center because we still don't have a team with a winning record. We are going back to the NFC North. We're talking about the Chicago Bears. Um, I do want to put this in here just because when I was surfing, I saw this. Uh, the former Chicago Bears and Dallas Cowboys running back Marion mm-hmm. Barber passed away at 38 um, from heat stroke, which was interesting. Yeah. But uh, I did want to say that just because Marion the Barbarian is one of my favorite running backs. He was, this is going to sound weird, but my ex stepdad was a huge Dallas Cowboy fan. So I remember watching that. And I remember so that's why you're stuck on the Cowboys. Maybe. Time. I don't know. But he <laughs> beat it into me. Hey, oh, uh, but uh, <laughs> watching. Uh, Marion run and then having that nickname Marion the Barbarian uh, when I got to college um, and they put me at fullback that's that's the kind of person that I was like oh this is cool like I want to I want to be a badass like that so just shouts out to him uh, but talking Chicago Bears no pick until the second round tried mm. to share up sure up their defense obviously losing Khalil Mack. They're trying to shore up that defense with all their picks. They took a, a corner, a safety, um, outside linebacker. That was uh, three out of their first five picks. Not a lot going on, though, when it comes to the <laughs> Chicago Bears. Obviously, Justin Fields is going to come back. He's going to be the starter. Uh, we're going to see what, what he's got. Um, I hate to say it this early in his career, but I believe I had that about the Ohio State quarterbacks. Joe, where are you at with him? Oh, I, I think you'll be able to say that. We'll be able to say that, but I don't think it's through the fault of his own. I think just at this point, Chicago's just a poorly ran franchise. You draft a rookie quarterback, and like you said, they 
they well they expend all this draft capital to get him when they didn't really no they needed to jump up again they didn't need to jump up and get Trubisky, um, but they spent all the draft capital to go get him, and then they have we saw him running around last year, and they they spent none of their top draft picks on offensive linemen, like. He needs an offensive line. He's going to be running for his life. They brought in a defensive head coach, um, which is not really going to help him much. They got uh, rid of Pace, co- too, their uh, general manager, did they not, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Did Ryan Pace get fired? Hopefully he got fired. He deserved to get fired. Yeah. Um, One year after they extended both the coach and the GM, and the I GM, think they fired both yeah. of them. Um, but, yeah, the, their receiving core is still not – Still, I mean, they lost uh, your boy. Who's My your boy, boy, one of the top five wide receivers of all time. I can't remember his name. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. There we go. Um, I think you're only saying that because he was a jag at some well, he was drafted Why would you accuse me of <laughs> such homerism? Um, That's exactly why I say that. <laughs> one of the saddest things is just Tariq Cohen just never, he sustained a Achilles injury, not Achilles, ACL injury like two years ago. And he's just never been back since. Like, yeah. I think he's not even on the team anymore. Like he just hasn't gotten right. Um, but yeah, he got rid of Khalil this offseason. Seems just going to be bad. This team may be worse than Detroit. This team is going to be really bad. Yeah, so they got Roquan Smith uh, to kind of lead that defense. They took him out of Georgia a few years ago. Georgia or Alabama, one of those. And uh, But yeah, like you said, they they got rid of Khalil Mack. They spent their first two picks in the second round because they didn't have a first-round pick on defense. They did finally get the offensive tackle, but it wasn't until the third round. So it's like, all right, if you're going to get a tackle, that's that's one of those players that you you go out and you get. The tackle is a premium, not a... Yeah, they've got Robert Quinn. God, I haven't said that name in a long time. This defense without Khalil Mack, it's weird because when he's on that team, he makes everybody better. And now I'm just looking at the depth chart without him, and I'm like, oh, boy. It's a bunch of names. Yeah, yeah just I said they also lost names. Akeem Hicks in the middle, too. Yeah. So it's like, man. God, yeah, this is going to be, be bad. Uh, it's going to be – we're going we're gonna to really see if this coach is really made of some stuff. Uh, he's a defensive-minded guy, and he has just a bunch of pieces right now. He doesn't have any big piece. He has no centerpiece. He has four quarters, um, no dollar, though. Yeah. Mm. All right. Still no sounders. Still no sounder. We're moving back. on, though. We're going to get a sounder right here. We're talking Baltimore Ravens. Joe's Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this is your account. Your boy Lamar Jackson plays here. Uh, just a couple things. Lamar Jackson is probably doing one of the smartest contract things ever where they offered him the extension. He kind of put it in his pocket and he's like, I'm going to wait for the next quarterback to sign because I think that's going to be even more. (laughs) Um, So he's hanging on to it. I was slighted in the top 10 all over ESPN. They've got the top 10 quarterbacks slighted. By ESPN, put out by ESPN, but it was based on, I think, the coaches and the GMs yeah. of all 30 teams. Uh, what so, is it, Jeremy? What's his name? Uh, Jeremy Schapp? Uh, I don't know if that's who it... No, Jeremy Fowler does it. He does it every uh, year. I'm like, uh, he reaches out to 50 uh, GMs, coaches, other players, things like that, to try and get the... The uh, audacity the list. of them to put Deshaun Watson in there Haven't played a game in over a year. I'm not even going to get into the allocation portion. Haven't played a game in over a year plus. 
He never won an MVP. The last time we saw him on the field, his team won four games total. How about this? I'm going to get into the allegations thing. The fact that they have Deshaun Watson out there, who's in all the kind of hot water he's in, versus, and this isn't even a, a black quarterback for a black quarterback thing. The fact that they have some of the people, they have Tom Brady in there at 44, and I get it. It's Tom Brady, but still, it's like. Tom Brady's going to be in there for the rest of his Lamar life. Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. Like I know that's what I'm saying. Like what Deshaun are we Watson doesn't even want an MVP. Like what, Herbert's what in there, and here? nobody loves Herbert more than I do. But Herbert what, hasn't done anything. What are we doing? The playoffs. What are we playoffs? doing? Playoffs. Um, Come on. Yeah, I think Baltimore is going to make a huge improvement. They were destroyed, they were ravaged by, by injuries. Um, Calais, of course, the mayor. Coming back, he's more of a, a a coach. I mean, he can still play because he's six eight, three hundred fifty pounds, but he's more of a, a defense defensive anchor, almost like a coach on that defense. Uh, I, Lamar Jackson, obviously, they're not going to have as many injuries. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Mike Davis, a lot of those running backs are coming back. Uh, so all their running backs were hurt. Like, yeah, every single one of them. Bell, Devontae Free, like. Every, their entire running back staff got hurt last year. I'm looking at the depth and chart Marcus now. Peters got hurt last year. There's a queue next to every running back except the one that wasn't on the team last year. Uh, and then they're going to get Ronnie Stanley back. Uh, their uh, left tackle, who was out for a majority of last season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they're, they're coming back. Uh, Baltimore has a history of winning. They will not let this happen again. And also... Lamar Jackson's going to have something to prove, you know, the contract situation with him. They're, they're going to come back in a big, bad way. Baltimore. I'm got, I've got them. I've got them winning the AFC North. Uh, yeah. I've got them winning 13 games uh, between 11 to 13. Uh, this is just the early season predictor, but that's, that's what I got. That's what I've got coming out of the AFC North. Joe, you, how many games do you have them winning? I got them winning anywhere between 13 to 14 games. Okay. Not a big variance. Um, yeah. Not a lot, a lot of variables there. Uh, yeah. They're winning the, they're winning the North this year. Um, Cincinnati. It we'll was get cute. to Cincinnati. Yeah. I was say it was cute, but uh, the Ravens just Raven, man. Uh, like you said, they were ravaged by injuries. Lamar sustained an injury last year and missed some time. It's um, interesting to me the fact that they could have as many injuries as they did. So they had a bad record. Yeah, their entire backfield was hurt. But and it, you're a ground and pound kind of team. So when your entire backfield goes, like that's something that's difficult because the whole precipice of Lamar and the play action is all based on their running. So there's so many factors that go into it. But what blows my mind is the fact that all the injuries that they had, they still like held it. They were still in the playoff race towards the end of the season. Yeah. And nobody's talking about them. It's all Cleveland with Deshaun. It's all Cincy coming back. What's Pittsburgh going to do with, you know, Roethlisberger retiring? It's like, hang on a second. Did everybody forget? Like Lamar's not (laughs) even getting voted top 10 quarterback. So it's insane to me. I I, I totally lockstep with you. They come back. They win the uh, AFC North. It's going to be a battle for wild card and second place in that division. Uh, And it seems going to be scary, man. They brought in... uh they well, they're getting back Marcus Peters. They brought in one of the best defensive prospects last year in Cal Hamilton to play in the backfield. Yeah, the safety uh, in the defensive backfield. He's already um, listed as the starting strong safety. 
Yes. Uh, they drafted a kid on the line. I can't remember what his name is. Um, but yeah, no, I. And they end one good thing. They Linderbaum, got rid of the Wink center Martindale. from uh, Iowa, who's who everyone's like, that's oh, that's a Pro was. Bowl center for ten years. They took him with the twenty fifth pick. Okay, and they got rid of uh, Wink Martindale. So yeah, defense is going to improve just because they're not going super super duper blitz heavy. I believe they brought in the uh, def- defensive coach from Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to see what this team looks like. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, the, the tragic passing of, uh, I can't remember the young man's name, but one of their outside linebackers did occur, and they signed Justin Houston to kind of fill that void. Um, I think that's going to give the team something to play for in, in that kind of way, in that fashion. Um, I think Baltimore makes noise this year, and Lamar gets paid, and they just shove it down everybody's throat. Like All of this is just going to be fuel to the fire. Absolutely. Like, we're going to see Ray Lewis on the sideline. We're going to see Ed Reed. Like, the ghosts of Baltimore pass is just going to rise out of this team. Jalen Ferguson. Jalen Ferguson, yes. All right, we get a sounder now. We do? Yeah, winning record. No, we're at Minnesota. But Baltimore's going to have a winning winning record. record. Okay, no, we're going to the team's last year winning record. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I'm sorry. I thought you meant the teams were predicting to have a winning record. No, 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 no. no. Until we get a winning record. There's only three winning records left. I know. That's crazy. All right, moving (laughs) on. We're flipping, flopping back and forth. Now we go to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, not much to say. Kirk Cousins still there, still getting paid. Guys keeps re-signing contracts. I don't <laughs> legend at the bank. I don't. Yeah. This guy's made over a hundred million dollars. Um, let's see. So in the first round uh, with the 32nd pick that they traded down for, they took the safety. Uh, it was back and forth between Hamilton and scene um, as far as who the best safety in the draft was. So they took Lewis scene C I N E. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, not a lot going on with the Vikings though. Uh, it wasn't a whole lot of news that they made. They still have Dalvin Cook. Obviously, they still have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. They're kind of running it back, so we're going to see what happens. Uh, what was that record last year? Do you have it by any chance? 8-9. Uh, 8-9. Eight nine. Eight nine. God, everyone's 8-9, and nine, it seems like. I think this team will be right around there um, because the only reason that Kirk Cousins is going to have not a straight even 500 record is because they added an extra game. He is the most. So this year they will be not an eight, Freddie. You are exactly where I am. He has to even it out, baby. Yep. He has to even it out. Right now he's down one. He's going to go up one. Well, he's going to be even uh, at the end of the season. They're going to go nine and eight because Kirk Cousins doesn't know anything except mediocrity. They have stellar offensive weapons. They just ran it back. Dalvin could, like you said, Jefferson. Uh, Thielen, KJ Osborne made a name for himself last year with a couple of big games. Um, they brought in a new offensive coordinator, uh, another white guy who was behind Sean McVay, who didn't call plays, who's just getting opportunities. <laughs> just there. Um, they didn't do much to the defense, didn't add much um, outside of scene running the back with Harrison Smith, who's a little more longer in the tooth. Patrick Peterson, who's longer in the tooth. They bought him to Zadarius Smith, but this is going to be one of those, like, 
It feels like every couple of years, one of Green Bay's defensive players goes to another one of the teams in the division, and then they just perform poorly, and then yeah. they sign with Green We've Bay like it. in a year or two. Yep. <laughs> We've seen it a few um, times. But yeah, no, they, they did not get younger at the positions they need to get younger to me, which is cornerback, um, because they're going to have to play Actually, they don't have to play any damn top receivers. That's a good point. Um, so they're going to make it some young guys look good. Like Daryl Mooney is going to actually look like a number one sometimes. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's nine and eight. It's nine and eight. I, I don't see them getting better than that. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big news. There we go. First sounder. First sounder. Uh, Big Ben retired. I don't know if you got that that notice, but Big Ben retired. Oh, man. It was like a year-long goodbye. Only Good riddance. quarterback taken in the first round. Uh, 20 overall, Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. Um, I guess, let me check the depth chart here. I guess Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starter. Uh, and then Kenny Pickett's going to back him up. This is going to be interesting because they're going to have to go completely off script from what they've been doing for the last 20 years with Ben Roethlisberger. Let me just say uh, Mitch Trubisky at 6'2", 220, uh, only starting, what was it, 10 or 12 games in college, is no big Ben Roethlisberger. Sorry, 13 games. I wanted to say 13, but I was like, that doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah. He started they, his senior season, basically. That's what I thought. They do have and Najee the Harris. Chicago Bears traded everything in the world to get him over Patrick Mahomes and a young, no allegation Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah. God. <laughs> that's insane. Traded the farm. Traded the farm. Traded the farm. Which is why they're still bad in Chicago. To go up one pick. This is going to go down in like the books of like the worst GM decisions. Traded the farm to go up one pick when San Francisco had no. <laughs> No reason to get a quarterback. They just, they were like on the cusp of signing Jimmy G to a max contract. Yep. And we're not going to go after. Hey, they played it the right way. They were like, we might. And they were like, really? They're like, yeah, we might. Oh, man. But we are talking uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So this defense is very good. Uh, Tyson Alualu. Out of uh, Jacksonville, Miles Jack out of Jacksonville, Minka Fitzpatrick <laughs> out of Miami, all starting on this defense, none of which are with their original team. Devin Bush, I'm interested in because uh, they run a three, four. So they'll have four linebackers. So we'll have Devin Bush and Miles Jack uh, on the inside. The reason I'm interested in this is because Devin Bush was one of those linebackers that I thought would be transcendent. He went in the first round a couple years ago, uh, kind of plagued by injuries and Going to Michigan. And, well, just like in all seriousness, <laughs> he's had a couple Michigan of gets some overhyped defensive I know, guys. You're right. Peppers. We'll like, see it with on, Aiden man. Hutchinson. Really cool in college. But yeah, so I'm interested because the rat, the rub against Miles Jack. And I've said this uh, many times before. I love Miles Jack. Great guy. Need somebody on him to get him started. Times. I believe you said he's yeah. He needs someone to kind of point him in the right direction, which is why Telvin Smith losing Telvin Smith to his allegations was such a big deal because mm-hmm. he was the one who kind of. Miles Jack is is pure adrenaline and you just need to kind of point him in the right way. And I don't think Devin Bush, who's younger than Miles Jack, who's 
almost the same type of linebacker as Miles Jack as far as that like super athletic, you know, all over the field. I, he's not going to be the one to like uh, control that defense. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm going to it's it's interesting to me because it might be Minka. I was going to say maybe Minka. Who's yeah, the from the defensive backfield, because he's he's as much as I dislike. Uh, how do dislike. I like? How do I want to word this? As much as I dislike Alabama players, especially defensive oh. players, because I think they're overhyped because they play for Nick Saban. Mega Fitzpatrick can run that defense, uh, and I think yeah. he will. And he's they got him for a steal. What was it like a first round pick and a tackle or something they traded? I don't remember, but I remember when they got him. I was like, How oh, much? shit, this is over. Uh yeah, so the Pittsburgh Steelers offensively, I think, are going to be stagnant only because they don't have the quarterback. They, I mean, Chase Claypool, Miles Boykin, those are uh, good players. Miles you Boykin, oh Miles Boykin, he, uh, come on, you know Boykin. Oh Boykin, did he play for Baltimore? How do you not Don, Dante Jones, Najee Harris, like there's other players that? Yeah, Deb Carter, you looking at? <laughs> where Boykins is the next name. <laughs> He's no, I'm looking at the depth chart. So it's Chase Claypool and then backing him up is Miles Boykin. They have the Notre Dame connection. Yeah, but ahead of him is Deontay Johnson. Well, yeah, he's on the other side. We're talking yeah, X. I'm like, what are you doing? We're talking X and Z receivers, man. X and Z's, X and Z's. Come on. Not talking wise. No, why is Pat uh Fearamurth? Why is the tight end? What? A Y receiver is the tight end. What? Did you know that? Not in three t- receiver sets. No, the Y then is the slot. <laughs> I was like, we're going to go slots like Corey. We ran a lot uh, of uh, 20, 21 <laughs> in college. So two running backs and then a tight a end. 22s, I think. <laughs> no, 21. So two running backs. I know. I'm saying you probably end. ran a lot of 22s as well. Oh, yeah. Two tight ends, two backs. Yeah, Coach Snell, Coach Snell dog likes a lot, a lot of power all, power O, baby. <laughs> 236 power row, 236 power row on one on one. I right? formation, just get, yeah. just get a king and queen um, offset. Then we've got the eye, I write. What, what did you have for their records? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, for Pittsburgh? Yeah. Pittsburgh's going to have a winning record, but I don't think it's going to be stellar. <clears throat> I think Pittsburgh is going to be nine and eight. 10 and 7, somewhere in there. Ah, you learned your lessons because Mike Tomlin never going to have a losing record. Yeah, I learned that last year when I was like, there's no way. This is abysmal. They're going to be garbage. And then. And I'm interested in what you're saying, though. I think um, I think you're wrong. I think I think having this new quarterback is actually going to help them offensively. Wait, you mean having a quarterback that can throw the ball more than 15 yards down the field is going to help them? Well, quarterback who throw the ball 15 yards down the field. Also, a quarterback who doesn't stand still in the pocket and is just a towering statue. Um, Trubisky for... Right here, on the record. I don't trust Mitch Trubisky. How about that? How you like them apples? I don't trust Mitch Trubisky either, but Mitch Trubisky also got to a playoff game, uh, led a division. I don't think the Bears won the division that year, but got to a division, got to... Won a playoff game, got to a divisional round, um, doesn't... I mean, the biggest secret, the biggest, you know, pat on the back for the Eagles is if Cody Parkey, who I had been railing against for years, (laughs) if Cody Parkey doesn't double doing, they beat the Eagles in that next season and we don't get to play uh, New Orleans down there and potentially win that game. If, you know, 
does just bounce off Alshon Jeffrey's hands and into an interception, but that's besides the point. Um, could have went to a second Super Bowl, honestly. I'm just saying. Uh, anyways, um, don't worry. Doug Peterson's going to get us to a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, Dougie Fresh. Uh, but yeah, no, with Najee Harris, uh, Deontay Johnson, and Capel, I think they're going to run a lot of shallow crossers. Um, Ooh, but look at also you put, coming in with the Madden terminology. Come on, come on. Uh, but they're also going to put Mitch on the move. So that's going to have, it's going to make it easier for him basically cutting off the field and making easy targets, just easy reads right there. And then um, it's going to make defenses move from side to side, which is something they haven't had to do against Pittsburgh in a long time. Um, and and as far as the defense, I think the defense is going to be 100% okay because you could bring him back TJ Watt as well, who you never yeah. mentioned, surprisingly enough. Um, I don't know why that's a surprise. I just, I just never met because you and Warren Sapp have a vendetta against him. And yeah. I got a vendetta against Warren Sapp. Jesus Christ. Shut the fuck up. Hey, whoa. Uh, that's one whoa. of the greatest. What did I say that? University of Miami? What happened? What's going on? Um, but yeah, did Warren go to? Did you just say, did Warren go to the University of Miami? He don't get talked about a lot. He's on that national championship team. I know, but he doesn't. He was the one who brought the swag out when they all came off the plane in the camo. Doesn't get, I don't, because it's time to go to war. I don't think that was Warren Sapp. That was Warren. What is happening right now? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I don't think that was, not in the dock. That wasn't Warren. I don't think that was Warren. Keep talking I'm, about. I'm a dog with a boat on this. Why not give me his college? What are you doing here? Yeah, he went to the University of Miami. Yeah, he was not a part of the Jimmy Johnson getting in the Army fatigues. That was in the 90s. He played in the, I mean, that was in the 80s. He played in the 90s. I was like, there's no way he was the Army fatigue guy. Um, but anyways, maybe it's just because he always wears that camo bucket hat. That's why I thought <laughs> potentially that let's, let's go with that. Um, all these pictures, but, he has a camo bucket hat. <laughs> let's not go with you confusing two largest black men. Uh, but yeah, this defense is going to be good because you didn't Mike even Tomlin's really played at the university of Miami. It slept my mind for he didn't win a championship. I think that's what, what it was in my head. Now I got to check if you won a championship. God dang it. Don't worry. I'm taking care of all this. You, you. Thank you. Check if you won a championship. But uh, yeah, no, Mike Tomlin's going to have that defense humming. Um, and they're not, they're not going to be anything less than stellar. Uh, okay. Damn it. 91 championship. Damn it. Yep. There it is. I don't know what it was. Just now. I think I'm just mad at him right now. Personally. And just, yeah. He's been just saying a lot of outlandish shit. So it's annoyed with him. Um, but that's what happens when you got a big family. You know, you're not going to love everybody. Some people going to say some shit and piss you off. But, you know, you know, at the end of the day, Warren is you hive. You know, part of Kane's nation. But um, wow. I got nothing else to say. Pittsburgh's going to win a minimum of nine games. Well, they're going to win a minimum of eight games because they still can go eight, eight, and one. And That's true. If anybody un- can do it, it's Pittsburgh. Not have a losing record. We've seen but, that. Um, I, I think they will go nine, nine and seven. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Nine and seven. Sorry. Nine and eight. The last nine uh, eight. NFC North team we're talking about. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Brennan, you got much to say for these guys? Nothing to say on this. Uh, 
They lose their best offensive weapon other than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is screaming his head off. Their best offensive vaccinated weapon. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is screaming his head off for attention. Went almost all exclusively defense in the first round. Uh, They had the 22nd (laughs) and 28th pick. Inside linebacker and defensive tackle, both from Georgia. So that's interesting. Uh, took a wide receiver in the second round out of North Dakota State. So we'll see. I I don't. Is he white? Uh, he's got to be, right? North Dakota State. I'm, I'm just, not that he got to be. Just no, he's if not. The Packers... he's, he's light skinned. I remember seeing this kid. Okay. Very funny. Um, so he's black. Uh, <laughs> if the Packers would have picked up a white receiver at North Dakota State, I would have been like, this is the second cup of Jordy Nelson. <clears throat> I'm just yeah, saying, that's what I, I knew. I, I knew I recognized him. Yeah, he's uh, black. Christian Watson. Yeah. He's a uh, black. Brennan. What? He's black. Yeah, that's he's what black. I said. <laughs> You're just waiting to get canceled. Bro. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you drop Christian Watson at a bar in North Dakota State and Joe Dorville at a bar in North Dakota State, I'm just saying. We're going to say, what's up, brother? <laughs> I'm be like, my peoples. <laughs> one um, of one. One of one. Well, one of two. But, uh, one of two. Yeah, I agree. I hate it. I fucking One of want, the football team. I want Green Bay to suck. Um, I don't appreciate Aaron Rodgers. I think he's overhyped. I think he's a big baby. I think he's a fucking. I don't know if he's overhyped. Uh, that's true. All right, I think he's properly <laughs> hyped, but I think it just I don't like him as a person. Um, starting to like him less. Even yeah, no, that tattoo, even though it's annoying, it's it looks good looking tattoo. Yeah, well done. It was, it was well done. It's good work. Apparently, if you've got hundreds of millions of dollars, you can get a pretty good tattoo artist. Uh. Right. Yeah, they're going to win the division. And all the time in the world because you're not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, they're going to win uh, at least 13 games. Uh, they're going to win the division. The Aaron Rodgers is back, baby. He never went anywhere. That whole thing's going to happen. Doesn't need. Uh, I don't want to get it wrong. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. I was like, what just happened? I was like, was Devin was in my head for some reason. I was like, I know it's not Devin. Devin uh, Bush. You just got Devin Bush on the brain. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I hate it. I hate the fact that they're going to win this division. I hate the fact that they're going to have a winning record, but they are because there's no competition. Uh, their biggest competition is going to be Minnesota, which we already know is not competition at all. So their all biggest competition is going to be a vaccine. Brennan, bro, yeah. this team's going to go 13 games at minimum. Like you said, uh, Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in the NFC North since Brett Favre. Um, we're going to look back on his run through the NFC North similar to and we're going to compare the two and we're going to be like, gosh, Aaron, you really underachieved. Um, but similar to Tom Brady's run through the AFC West, West, the AFC East, um, where he's just playing bad quarterback after bad quarterback and just winning those divisions just because it's a product he's of circumstance. There. Yeah. But then we're going to be like, how many Super Bowls you got to one? Ooh. Okay. Um, but yeah, Aaron Jones there, Alan Lazard, uh, Randall Cobb and them boys on the offense. Um, Randall Cobb I mean, is back. <clears throat> offensive line will be a little bit healthier. David Bakhtiari, hopefully he can play a full season, but um, going to be there for the start. Uh, bringing back Jair Alexander. Still don't know why uh, Kevin King is Kevin King is on the rock. Oh, they finally got rid of King. 
Oh, they got rid of King finally. Oh, good yeah. job out of them. Jesus. I swear they brought him back. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say much on this team. This team should be good. Mason Crosby, let's put you on the chopping block potentially because you missed a couple of gimmies last year. Yeah, um, that was insane. So, yeah, uh, they're going to be good because everybody else in their division is bad. Yeah, I think, yeah, we only have Minnesota having a winning record, and that's 9-8 and eight because the balance of powers have to even out. And Kirk Cousin can't be down one. So... On to the last team. The Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl appearance last year. Uh, Joe Cool, Cool Joe, whatever the fuck people want to call him. Joe Burrow uh, bringing back those offensive weapons. That defense obviously has one of the best defensive linemen in the entire NFL. (laughs) Trey Hendrickson. Shouts out FAU. Oh, uh, yeah, so they uh, took... Uh, Catch the, me with that every time. You sneak with Trey Hendrickson. I'm like, what, he, he was in New Orleans? I'm like, oh, yeah, he went to FAU. The <laughs> offensive line needs to pick it up. Uh, I, was, I know I mentioned some of these stats on this program before, <clears throat> but Joe Burrow was sacked more in this playoff stretch than the next quarterback in their entire career, which was Peyton Manning. He had been sacked more in the playoffs than Peyton Manning had been sacked in the playoffs in his entire career. And Peyton Manning was number two on the list and he did it in one playoff run. So that's insane. Uh, this offensive line really needs to pick it up, especially because he has had that uh, ACL injury. They went out and uh, took two safeties first round, second round. They're obviously trying to sure up some of that defense uh, when I thought they should be taking offensive linemen, but we'll see what happens. Well, Brandon, I say you've mentioned it like eight times now. They did like sign like fourteen offensive linemen. Yeah, they like got through free agency. They got <laughs> Lyle Collins from the Dallas Cowboys. They got Alex Kappa, Kappa. from uh, Tampa Bay. So they went and got <clears throat> some guys. Yeah, hopefully those guys can play well because I don't know if I mentioned it, but this offensive line was bad last year. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, they're trying to shore up that defense. It was a lot of. Um, a lot of like spent a first round pick on Jonah Williamson. Jonah Williams, sorry. Yeah, it was a lot of no name kind of stuff going on last year, other than a couple of the players you would be shocked to hear their name called, but they all played together, played as a unit, played as a family. Uh, I think it is going to be a Super Bowl hangover. We see it almost every year where one team continues to get better and be good. And the other, and I think that's going to be the Rams, and the other team kind of falls off a cliff. Most notably, 2006 Chicago uh, Colts. The Colts win that Super Bowl, and Chicago was never heard from again. Um, mm-hmm. Still, they've only made the playoffs a couple of times since then, and that's almost. Jonah Williams was not picked up last year. That's my fault. That was almost. I read that wrong. Twenty years ago, I was going to say I went over both their first round picks. What are you talking about? Uh, Sorry, but yeah, there. I think they're going to. Joe Burrow is going to be good. He's going to carry him to a decent record, but I don't. I don't think they're going to make another run. The AFC North is just too hard. There's Baltimore yeah. will be back. Uh, Pittsburgh, like you had alluded to, always has a winning record. And I'm actually kind of getting turned around now. I think it's a good thing Ben Roethlisberger retired because I was the one screaming from the rooftops last year that they were going to be garbage because they had Ben. So now that he's gone, I think it's just addition by subtraction. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, I think since he. I mean, I want to have him at a winning record, but not by much. Nine and eight, ten and seven, maybe, but that's where they're landing. 
Yeah, this team won 10 games last year and they won the division. I have them maxing out at 10 wins again. I can't see them getting more than that. Um, I can see them getting more than that, but I don't think they will get more than that because the division is going to be a lot better this year compared to last. <clears throat> Got a bit of the hiccups. Um, but yeah, so offensively, they're very good. Who knew? Who knew T. Higgins would be a good number two receiver? Huge. Potential number one receiver. Huge. Who Who would have thought? When he fell to the second round, that he could potentially change an offensive. I have a uh, feeling scheme. you thought that. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, um, believe you had that. I believe I had that. Uh, yeah, no, they went out and they they tried to show up their offense. They tried to show up their offensive line. I do like a lot of their moves, but uh, what's the coach? Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. This team, I believe, uh, discounted won Sean in McVay. spite of uh, Zach Taylor, um, not because of Zach Taylor. What was the line you said about Jared Goff? They got to a Super Bowl, no fault of his own. That's yeah. what it was. I was going to say, it wasn't like Zach Taylor was exiting and with us to death. Um, no, Joe Burrow was it. running for his life making plays. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was, hey, let Joe do Joe. Um, which is things I which I've heard that all my life. Um, <laughs> Brian B. Brian, yeah. man. Uh, well, inside reference there. Um, but yeah, so no I credit. I pulled that be, out of the fucking sky. That was very good. I said it was good. That <laughs> uh, was inside baseball. I think this team is going to be very good as long as everybody can stay healthy. As long as they can keep Joe Wait, up. Good right? or very good. Like, I think they can be. I think they can be very good. Okay. They can. Event they could break my uh, expectations of yeah. them, which would be crazy because, like you said, Joe Burrow just turns lose. it on. They win like fifteen games. Exactly. Like he could get better in year three, in full year three, um, which is take like a year two and a half or whatever. Um, he could ascend to another level now that he has Elio Collins protecting him, Kappa protecting him. Um, one more year for Jonah Williams on that left side. And Jamar Chase was a rookie last year. He can also get better. He can ascend in a way that we haven't seen. Joe Mixon stay healthy for the entirety of the year. Again, for the which would be like the second time in his career. Like that would be bananas. Um, and they could get better. But I just with Baltimore becoming back to prominence, um, I just I think they won one or two games off of Baltimore. So it's like that changes that dynamic. Um, they're going to have a number one schedule. We didn't talk about that, but they're going to have a number one schedule where they're going to play every number one in the NFL, basically. Um, so that changes that dynamic versus playing all the number fours from last year. So I think just the uh, the circumstances won't allow them to win more than a 12 games, but I have them capping out at 10. They have too many players to not be good. But I don't think they're going to be amazing. All right. Here we go. As far as winning rides, at least. I think they'll have some really good season. All right, Britt. I'm thinking we won more round, basically, the rest of the show. Absolutely. We're going to have to work out some of these kinks. Episode 100 uh, ended up going almost an hour just on NFL, like we always do whenever we have the NFL in the rundown. Uh, We're going to quick hit everything. We're going to quick hit everything. All right. Here we go. I'm surprised how quick. Quick. Name it hits quick hit. All right, quick. 
talking NBA now. Joe, Dame Lillard got his extension. An extra two years on that deal. $122 million. Going to cap out at over $60 million in the final year of that contract. 26-27. Do you think this is good for Portland? Um, it's good for Portland. The fact that you keep the face of the franchise, uh, at least for now, for the time being. Uh, he said some very good things as he signed this extension. Um, winning it anywhere else would not be as sweet as winning it in Portland. I don't think they're going to win it, but uh, go get that money, man. Go get that money, man. All right. James Harden took a $50 million pay cut, opting out at $47 million, then re-signing two years, $60 million, about $30 million a piece. Uh, does this seem incredibly selfless? Or it you, seems incredibly selfless. we talked about selfless. this last week for everyone who wasn't <laughs> listening to my end. I don't know why you wouldn't listen to me, but I said that <laughs> James Harden had been doing some things in the last couple of months that didn't, that seemed very anti James Harden. You know, he pushed his way out of two franchises, been on three teams in 18 months. Now all of a sudden he's opting out, taking a pay cut. Uh, what's going on around here, Joe? Um, so it wasn't until I listened to the Levitard show where they made a very, very good point. So he opted out of this, opted out of the 15 mil. <clears throat> um, let's not forget Daryl Morey is his guy. His so, guy. Daryl Morris is guy. Daryl said, hey, take a $15 million break cut. But also, Michael Rubin is his guy. And Michael Rubin just divested all his stock, all his shares of what he had in the Sixers because he's building a gambling platform with fanatics and can't have those two things going on. You know who was at Michael Rubin's white party this uh, 4th of July, Brennan? James Harden. James Harden. So maybe they've set up some type of back-end deal between Michael Rubin and Daryl Morey where James is going to get that money some way, somehow, but just not right now on the books of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a little conspiracy there for you. But um, also, I forgot what my also was going to be. Oh, also, this is a one-and-one. So this is pretty much I'm taking a pay cut for this year. I'll opt out next year, and then you give me the money that's owed to me next year. So that's my other thing on that. Boom. All right, moving on. Sorry, I just got a a text saying that your order still won't ship. Um, All right, talking Major League Baseball. uh, Will the Braves catch the Mets? Absolutely. The Mets are going to fall apart. As I always said, Joe, what's your opinion on this? As you always said, I swore you said the Braves were going to like flounder. I said ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, no one heard Evans and Flows last week, actually. Um, so, yeah, I think the Brave, the Bravos will be able to catch the uh, the Metropolitans two and a half back right now. Uh, the Mets have gotten stagnant. They lost two to the Marlins this past weekend. They won two as well, but that's 500 baseball. Um, but them losing to the Marlins is just shows, one, how great the Marlins can be if they put their fucking heads to it and don't do dumb shit like keep throwing Trevor Rogers out there. Did I just sound passionate for some reason? <laughs> um, and then uh, two, it showed that the Mets are, they're not unassailable. They're not, they're not, they're not the fucking Yankees. I'll tell you that much. Um, but yeah, so the fact that they could give up two games to the Marlins, especially as the Braves uh, are on their ass, more or less. Um, they need and and 
<laughs> nobody heard it because again, you didn't have your fucking audio. But uh, Scherzer in that first game back pitched a really good game as as we both predicted, um, as I predicted. You didn't you didn't predict anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> he pitched a good game, but they lost that game to the Reds. And if you're out here again, if you're out here losing games to the Reds and the Marlins, when you're getting good pitching performances, it's like what are you doing? So bats are kind of falling asleep at the wrong time. Um, the guys with pop are still getting popped, but the other guys aren't really performing as they had been the first half of the season so far. So I think the Braves are definitely going to catch them and surpass them. All right. Speaking of catching and surpassing, will the AL East sweep the wild card? It looks that way, Brandon. This is the most, com- this is the scariest division right now in all of baseball. And it has been for quite some time with the Yankees, the Sox and the Rays uh, and the Blue Jays. But even the fucking Orioles are on like an eight game win streak right now. They've won eight straight in one of those games in one of those series uh, took out the angels who can't win for not having two of the most generational transcendent talents. And they were doing Um, so well. They started off so well. And then Joe Madden got a, a mohawk and was fired and it was just over. Um, but yeah, so that it's insane. One, two, three, four, and potentially five. They're gonna have five teams over 500. Uh, if the Orioles can eclipse that and they're one game away from that, so that's pretty insane. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely think they're gonna, they're gonna rack up the wild card. Uh, Seattle's probably going to be there. Seattle and Cleveland are probably going to be the biggest. Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland. Are going to be their biggest threats to knock them off, but I think all those teams are poised and good enough to eventually just stay in and fight it out. All right. Last thing on the MLB, and then we're going to get on to the other quick hits. Uh Yeah, we can skip this. This is short. The Chris Sale thing? Yeah, let's give it. All right. Chris now, Sale's an asshole. What's new? Chris Sale's an asshole. What's new? Moving on. WAN. I'm quick. Quick. Name it hits. Quick hit. We already played quick it. Quick hit number two. Quick hit number two. <laughs> WNBA All Star Weekend. Oh, WNBA All Star Weekend. What festivities? I will say I was not. A lot of people on Twitter in the W community voiced their displeasure with uh, how some of the events went down. Like, the 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 skills competition and the three point contest the day prior to the game was a closed event. Didn't have fans. Didn't have wasn't open to the public. Um, terrible way to potentially grow your game when you have a closed off event. But uh, Allie quickly wins the three point contest. First man or woman to win it four times. Um, and Sabrina Inescu won the skills competition. My girl, not for if not for cheating. Kidding! Whoa. Jesus. Can we get a rules commissioner out there? She was over the line on both. <sighs> Not even going to get into it. You know when they do the skills competition, Brandon? That's both you know when two they, Fs. When they dribble down and they do like the chest pass through the little, yeah. little, little thing. <clears throat> You're supposed to stop and do the chest pass. There's like a little. Yeah, there's like a there. line, a mark. Yeah. yeah. She was running through the line and just passing it. She wanted to she win. Was basically she was determination. In, she was basically right in front of the net by the time she let the ball go. Determination. For the semifinals and the finals. Like, come on, man. It's cheating. Cheating. 
Somebody say something. Anybody. Rebecca Lobo, the only person brave enough to say anything. But there's no rules commissioner out there. It's insane. It's insane. Anyways. Anything else? Very the W. Very passionate. Uh, the game. The game itself. The game was amazing. Um, Sylvia Fowles got a dunk. Her first dunk since, by her token, she said, since 2008. Brennan, it's 2022. You know, in 2008, she was a rookie. Wow. That really? was 14 years ago. And she's retiring this year. She got a dunk in her final year. It was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I saw a bunch of highlights about that. Um, Kelsey Plum went bananas. She had 40 points. She had 40 points. She had 30 points and was the MVP. Get a better MVP trophy. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Yeah, the game was fun as all hell. Candace played well. Sue Bird got a nice little send-off. Team Wilson won. It was two teams, Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart. The Stewie ones got released as well. Go check those out by Puma. Pretty cool-looking shoes. Um, So, yeah, really good weekend. Uh, Also, the one thing that I love, they had them live tweeting throughout the game while they're on the sideline. Like the players are just no, tweeting, cool. snapping videos and whatnot. It's very, very good social event. I was, I believe Kelsey Plum stole the Erica Hamby's phone at some point um, and said like, she said something very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Innocuous? No, some like really, really racy, something really racy. I'll find it. I'll find it. As you talk about Wimbledon. Okay. Moving on. <clears throat> quick, quick to Wimbledon. Uh, Nick Kyrgios losing to Novak Djokovic in uh, the final. Jovac, uh, Novak Djokovic wins his 21st Grand Slam. That's it. Uh, Nick Kyrgios went on a, a pretty solid run there, uh, even though he was doing dealing with some off-the-court issues. But, you know, Novak is the better tennis player. And I appreciate that because, one, he's Serbian, and two, Nick Kyrgios needs to shut the fuck up sometimes because he talks a lot. All right. Moving on. <laughs> See, that's how we do quick, baby. Uh, the con kakakafa. What is this, Joe? Oh, Concacaf. Is that a the women's Concacaf? Yes, the women's Concacaf. I think she got rid of the tweet. She I must have deleted it. She got rid of the tweet. All right, women's Concacaf. <laughs> Brennan. Uh, what? It's soccer, soccer, right? Don't do that, soccer. Uh, the women's CONCACAF, uh, this is the... I said it the same way you did. I don't understand what the... North America and the Caribbean Islands, uh, their tournament to get into the World Cup qualifying. U.S. women have qualified. Uh, Canada is qualified. Jamaica is now qualified after beating uh, Haiti. I don't remember the final score, but at some point it was 4-0. All got they had to do was win or draw and we would have got in. Gotta hate and that. We, uh, we crapped the bed. Crapped the... Hate that. It's not even that funny. You're you're allegedly a professional comedian. Yeah, uh, the stand, July nineteenth. <laughs> Come check me out, nine o'clock. Um, but yeah, uh, they shit the bed. Last time I saw it was four zero. Um, winner draw, winner draw. Uh, I didn't see who got in from the the second team from the other bracket, but um, good tournament. Women won all three of their games. Beat Mexico one zero. Mexico not getting in. Uh, that was kind of the biggest. Wow, that's a shocker. There. Yeah, that was the biggest upset there. Mexico lost to Jamaica and Haiti what? and America. Yeah, they lost all three in their bracket. Stunner. But yeah, uh, all right. Good tournament. Also, the women's Euros are going on on ESPN. I saw right that now. England won their first game and was like yeah. freaking out. Five zero. England won like eight zero. 
France won like 5-0 the other day. Um, Get it together, it ladies. Was a really good game against uh, the Netherlands and Sweden. Let's get they some competition going. A, I think that ended up being a 1-1 game. Um, well, some federations are more advanced in their development and have the right means and whatnot. Some people give a damn more. Yeah, that's true. Invest more in lady sports, some of you countries, and get it together. Don't be embarrassed on the big stage. How about that? How yeah. about we challenge the countries to be better? I was going to say, I don't know why, why you're pointing at me. We've got the one of the best women's uh, football teams we in the entire the world. Best. So, all right. We will bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> Joe, where can everybody find you? You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dove. You can check out this show Twitter and Instagram at Hearing Press, where I'll be posting the show art only if Brennan is also included in the episode. Um, you can go to my website, joedover.com, check out my merch that is at a much discounted price now. Um, uh, what's the other thing I was going to say? Oh, you can check out my music under the moniker headphone. Joe, no, oh, no, E in the phone. Uh, and that's it. Brennan, working on you. All right. At Brennan T Comedy on all social media. Brennan T Comedy dot com. I've got shows coming up at the stand. Um, I got a few other shows, bar shows and stuff around New York. Check out Brennan T Comedy dot com for the dates. Um, also, check out my other podcast. Brennan Tess is your ex drinking buddy. Just look up ex drinking buddy. I have uh, different artists on, musicians. Joe's been on, um, actors, mainly comics, though, because it's the field I work in. They come on, talk about themselves and their Allegedly. best, worst, their best and their worst drinking, drug, party, getting in trouble stories. Uh, next week, I will have Jacksonville hero Scott Sandlin returning. We are going to video, full video, full time coming up. I just had a very funny comedian, Max Fine, on. Uh, talks about getting kicked out of the FBI or not getting getting recruited and then not passing the recruitment for the FBI. So that was cool. You threw me off because you talked about the video. I was like, Matt Fultron is not Matt Fine. <laughs> Max Fine was the latest episode. Matt Fultron's a bonus. You want to get the bonus contact, check out the Patreon. Also check out my merch. And that's it, Joe. What was I going to say? Um, is Scott Salem in New York now? Scott Salem lives in New, in New York now, lives in the financial district. Was he always in New York? No, just moved up here about three weeks ago for work. About a month okay. ago. Yeah. Okay. Wait, is that the dude that was in Jersey that was there? No. Am I Scott, thinking the right guy? No. No, okay. Scott uh, was from Jacksonville. He came on the podcast really early on and talked about doing coke okay. in Columbia. Oh, that's Scott. Okay. Got it, yeah. got it, got it. He's got back. It. Okay. Had another trip to He's Columbia, back. so he came back on the oh, show. Oh, that was good. That'll come that out next week. Anxiety little story. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who brings white cocaine into Colombia? Like I just said, white people. I tell you. Uh, Brennan, get me out of here so I can maybe take a nap before going to work. All right. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Shout out Marion the Barbarian Barber. Rest in peace. Heat stroke, they say. Heat stroke in Frisco, Texas.